0: You're listening to Save Me and I'll See, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiast, Amber. Hello. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hello. And unfortunately, we are missing Kylie again, but she's doing big adult things, so I guess we can accept it, and it'll be fine. But on this week's episode, we are going over Sound of Music. Da-da-da-da! It's a
1: classic. I would think, anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, Sound of Music, music and lyrics were written by Rogers and Hammerstein, and a book is written by Howard Lindsay and Russell Krause. So, we've got a lot of information on this one. It's got quite a history, so just strap in with us here today.
2: Got an essay typed up here.
1: (laughs) Hey, it's an old show, okay? There's a lot of... (laughs) There's a lot of... (laughs) Oh, yeah. So... This musical is based on the 1949 memoir of Maria von Trapp, which was called The Story of the Trapp Family Singers. So it's set in Austria in 1938 and tells the story of Maria, a woman who takes a job as a governess, falls in love with the children and eventually their widowed father, and then they flee from the Nazis. So that's fun. You know,
0: just casually fleeing from some Nazis.
1: Casually. So after viewing a 1956 West German film about the von Trapp family, and its 1958 sequel, director Vincent J. Donahue thought it would make a good theater production. Hmm. So Broadway producers Leland Hayward and Richard Halliday imagined a non-musical play, but then they expanded that to feature songs from the Trap Family Singers, which then expanded to original songs by Rodgers and Hammerstein. So then the show was just a musical. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so this is... Uh, A a mostly true story, which I think is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Of course, some small details have changed. So originally, Maria was a nun who was brought in to tutor George von Trapp's sick daughter. Uh, In the musical, she's changed to a governess for all the children. And then, of course, names and ages of all the characters have been changed. And while the original family did leave Austria, they went to Italy and then London and then finally the U.S., The musical has the family dramatically escaping to the mountains of Switzerland on foot. So it wasn't quite that dramatic in real life, but you know. Dramatic. So we're here for it.
0: Yes, we are. So the show had a couple small tryouts before its Broadway, opening at the Luntfontaine Theater in November of 1959. It moved to the Mark Hellinger Theatre in November 1962 and eventually closed in June 1963 after 1,443 performances. Woo! It's a lot for a year. The original cast included Mary Martin, Theodore Bickle, Patricia Neeway, and others.
2: Good old others. And others.
0: The Broadway cast album sold 3 million copies and was number one on Billboard's best-selling albums chart for 16 weeks in 1960. So, nice. Yeah. A national tour started at the Grand Riviera Theater and ran from February 1961 to November 1963 it premiered in the west end at the palace theater in may 1961 and ran for 2385 performances. Mhm. In
1: 1981
0: there was a london revival. The show had 101% all right, seating capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know
2: how they managed to do that extra 1%. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're just putting them in the ceiling.
1: Standing room?
2: <laughs> it's fine. Duct taping them to the walls. <laughs>
0: And this actually set the highest attendance record for a single week of any British musical production in history. They also incorporated two additional songs that were written for the film and a few other things were extended or changed. The cast recording of this production was the first to be recorded digitally and was released on CD in 2010. Well, that took a long time for it to be put on a CD. Yeah. (laughs) Just, you know, 30 years. It's fine.
1: In 1998, there was a Broadway revival. It opened at the Martin Beck Theater and ran for 533 performances and then toured North America. Then we're going to jump ahead a few years. In 2006, there was a London revival put together by, of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber.
0: Nice.
1: Big Mm -hmm. name. Although, interesting facts here. Okay, so the show opened in November 2006 and ran until February 2009. Uh, Following failed negotiations with Scarlett Johansson, (laughs) <laughs> of all people, the role of Maria was cast through a reality TV show called How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria?
2: Weird. That's very strange.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the winner was Connie Fisher, although another contestant, Eva Muholland, was her alternate at one point. So... Huh. Simon Shepard was cast as Captain Von Trapp but was removed after two performances and Alexander Hansen stepped in. Huh. I wonder why. <laughs> right. This show received great reviews, a cast recording was released, and then a UK national tour followed. Other productions for this show uh, the show has run in Australia with a couple revivals, Puerto Rico, Japan, Stockholm, Austria, France, Brazil, Argentina, Spain, South Korea, South Africa, Thailand, and then they had an opera performance in New York City. Wow. Andrew Lloyd Webber did do another production of the show in Canada in 2008, with Maria chosen by that same reality TV show from before. That's a
2: very weird thing to stick with.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Sure, I guess. A production in London in 2013 became the highest grossing production ever held at the open-air theater. Another North American tour ran from September 2015 to July 2017. Another UK tour ran from 2015 to 2016. As previously mentioned, and probably very well known, there is a film adaptation starring Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer that was released by 20th Century Fox in 1965. The movie won five Oscars, including Best Picture. The 1965 film soundtrack was released by RCA Victor and is one of the most successful soundtrack albums in history. It sold over 20 million copies worldwide. Very successful. hmm There was also a live TV version aired in December 2013 on NBC starring Gary Underwood, Stephen Moyer, Christian Borrell, Laura Bonatti, and Audra McDonald. This was also released on DVD. I think I saw like pieces of
1: that one. I watched it recently and it's not great. So there's ah, that.
0: Never mind then.
1: That's my perspective at least. <laughs> I love Audra McDonald. She has got a voice on her, but yeah. All right. Christian Borle is cool. Stephen Moyer, for those who don't know, that's uh, the main vampire in True Blood.
0: Oh, <laughs> interesting.
1: So it was weird to see him in that and then in this. Yeah. And then, of course, Carrie Underwood is a pretty famous country singer. Yes. So, yeah, the movie was just, it was very forced and awkward.
0: Ah, uh, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So if people want to watch this one, I recommend watching the 1965 movie, even though the movie is actually slightly different. Uh, so the movie version actually changes some songs around, twists things just a little bit. So it's not straight on, but I still think it's a good movie. Yeah. Because yeah, I have a, this is a show that I have a connection with. Uh, so my parents, grandparents had it on VHS and we would watch it all the time. And then I did get the chance to see this live at the Muni. Hmm. It's been to the Muni several times, actually, including this past season, which I missed, and I'm sad about it. But I saw it back when I was a child, and I don't remember much, but I'm sure it was great because it's the Muni, so. Right, of course. But yes, anyway, so most reviews about the show are pretty positive. Uh, It is considered, quote, wonderfully endearing, and, quote, the loveliest musical imaginable. Oh. It's interesting because it's about Nazis, but.
0: Right. Whatever, I
1: guess. And so, as far as awards, the original Broadway production won five Tony Awards, and one of them they actually tied for. Huh? I didn't know that was a thing, but it is. (laughs) Huh. They also won one Theater World Award and one Outer Critics Circle Award, and of course has been nominated for dozens of others. So, you know. Right. Neat. A lot
0: of good background. Yeah, it's a decently old show. Yeah.
2: A decently old and successful show.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think anytime anyone mentions Sound of Music, you're immediately like, ah, Julie Andrews. Like, that's just... Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows kind of what it is, even if they haven't seen it before. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's some good background. Let's go
1: ahead and jump into our act one. Whoop whoop So we're in Salzburg, Austria, just before World War I, with the nuns from Nonberg Abbey. One of the postulants, which are the people who were, like, candidates for becoming a nun, Mm -hmm. Maria is on a nearby mountainside. She regrets leaving the beautiful mountains and sings sings about this in the song A Sound of Music. Mountains are pretty. Maria returns to the abbey where Mother Abbas and others call her out for being late and unpredictable and a clown.
0: Uh, rude. (laughs) They're
1: not very nice to her. But they wonder what to do about her and her free-spiritedness in the song of Maria.
0: How dare she be a free spirit?
1: I mean, they're all nuns, so like...
2: <laughs> True. You must be controlled. Right. Basically.
1: Maria apologizes for being out and about in the garden without permission, and then she and Mother Abbas sing together in the song of My Favorite Things, which is <laughs> the most adorable song, so...
2: How dare you be out and about? <laughs> Don't you know that that is sinful?
1: No looking at the garden. She also gets in trouble for singing without permission. No joy. And then she's like, but I remember this song from when I was a kid. And the mother is like, fine, you have permission to sing it. And she sings it. So like, I don't know. All right.
0: Weird. Okay. Mother Abbess suggests Maria spend some time outside of the Abbey to determine if she is best suited for this life. She sends Maria to the governess for the seven children of a widower. Austro-Hungarian Navy Submarine Captain George von Trapp. Maria arrives at the villa. Captain Von Trapp explains her duties and summons the children. They march in, in uniform. He teaches Maria their individual call signals, but she openly disagrees with his militaristic approach. Which, same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Finally, alone with the children, she breaks through to them and teaches them the basics of music in the song Do Re Mi. Super well-known song. Any Broadway camp I was ever in had this song. Yes.
2: Does it use a lot of the music scale?
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. That's literally the point of the song.
2: (laughs) Never would have guessed.
1: Yep. It's pretty great. Pretty great. Rolf, a young messenger, delivers a telegram, and he meets the oldest child, Liesel, outside the villa and claims to know more than her because he's a year older. Huh. And the song, 16 going on 17. And then they kiss and he runs off. (gasps) Didn't they just meet? Yep. This is Uh, a
2: show we're talking about. Love is fast.
1: That's true. Yeah, you got to flirt with people in the woods. We're dating now. Meanwhile, the housekeeper, Frau Schmidt, gives Maria material to make new clothes, as she had given all of her previous possessions to the poor when becoming a nun. It was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Maria sees Lisol slipping in through the window, but agrees to keep her secret. Oh? And then the children are all frightened by a thunderstorm, and they come to Maria. She sings the song, The Lonely Goatherd, Just. To distract them. Which is a wild song and I love it.
0: Yes. Lots of yodeling.
1: It's also really creepy in the uh, 2013 version when they're singing that song. Like all the kids are like laying underneath the bed. So like their heads and like shoulders are sticking out. And they're like dancing with their heads and singing the song. But they're under the bed. I don't understand. And I don't know if the stage production is also like that. But why?
0: (laughs) I don't know. That's weird. That's definitely strange. Anyway. Yeah. It's an odd artistic choice. (laughs) Yes. Captain Von Trapp arrives from Vienna with Baroness Elsa Schrader and Max Detweiler. Elsa and Max discuss that something is keeping the captain from marrying her. Max insists that only poor people have time for great romances because they have little else in life to appreciate.
1: Gross. (laughs) He's not a nice guy.
0: (laughs) No, he's not. Elsa agrees, but is also sure that she wants her and the captain's love to survive. In the song, How Can Love Survive? Huh. Rolf enters, looking for Liesel. He greets them with Heil, but the captain orders him away, saying that he is Austrian, not German. Get that shit out of here.
2: Ha! <laughs> funny. Funny joke.
0: <laughs> Maria and the children leapfrog in, wearing play clothes that she had made them from old drapes. Sure. Angry, the captain sends them off to change. Maria fights back, insisting that the children just need love and affection, but he sends her back to the abbey, and she apologizes. What a jerk. <laughs> they overhear the children singing The Sound of Music reprise to Elsa, which Maria had taught them. The captain joins in and embraces them. Afterwards, he
1: asks Maria to stay, thanking her for bringing music back into his house. Aww. Oh, Aw. So, the captain hosts the party to introduce Elsa. The guests argue over the Nazi takeover of Austria.
2: <laughs>
1: Kurt asks Maria to teach him how to do the dance, the Landler. Uh, so this is actually Landler. It's an instrumental piece that goes along with the dance here. Uh, and so when huh. he fails to do it right, the captain steps in to demonstrate. Oh. He and Maria dance until they end up face to face. Oh. Scandalous. And so Maria. Oh my God. Breaks away, embarrassed. Oh. <sighs> oh i'm a would-be nun <laughs> later on brigitte tells maria that even though elsa and the captain are expected to get married she thinks maria and the captain are really in love oh elsa begs the captain to let the children sing goodnight to their guests and the song so long farewell max is amazed at the children's talent and wants them to perform in the kaltzberg festival that he's organizing nice while the guests leave maria gathers her things and slips out the front door Arriving back at the abbey, Maria insists that she's ready to take her vows. Mother Abbess realizes that she's just running away from her feelings, and so she tells her to go back. To search for the life she was meant to live in the song Climb Every Mountain.
0: Which is a super hard song to sing, let me just say. That is,
1: like, super up there. Audrey McDonald can do it, I'll say that much. Yeah. oof, Amazing. And that's the end of act one. What are we feeling so far? Like I said before, I have a soft spot for this one. So I just, I just love like thinking through all the
0: songs and yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. It
1: you know, my mom used to sing
0: these songs all the time, you know, when I was growing up, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty used to them. And yeah, it's a, it's a good show. So, you know, it's fairly wholesome again, weirdly enough, because it's like talking about Nazis like mm-hmm. in there. But the the story, the underlying
2: story itself is, is wholesome. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff in there where it's like, hey, I remember seeing that as a kid, but not actually watching Sound of Music. Like the, yeah. the So Long Farewell.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: What kid wasn't like humming that random tune?
0: Yeah, because it's so catchy. I mean,
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> oh, also, I forgot to, we forgot to say in the beginning that the link to this show will be in our show notes on our Spotify. So you can go ahead and check that out to listen to. With the original Broadway cast recording. Yeah. But yeah, it's good, and I'm curious to see how the rest of it goes. Um, Since Kylie is not here again this week, Matt, would you do the honors? I mean,
2: maybe. What's in it for me?
0: You don't get fired.
2: I can't hold, I can't trust you guys to not fire me for a terrible (laughs) joke later.
0: That's fair. He is right (laughs) to be concerned. concerned. (laughs) We won't fire you right now.
2: <laughs> that might be the best offer I get. So, <laughs> guess I will handle our not one, not two, not three, but four little factoids. Oh ho ho. So, Oscar Hammerstein died of stomach cancer nine months after the Broadway premiere. That's oh. gotta suck. Yeah. Although many people believe that Edelweiss is a traditional Austrian song, it was written for a musical and did not become known in Austria until after the film's success. Oh. hmm Accidental. Yay. According to the Cast Album Database, there are 62 recordings of the score that have been issued over the years.
0: Wow. That's a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a lot of recordings. The children's cast from the original Broadway production was nominated for Best Featured Actress category as a single nominee, even though the, two of the children were boys. Huh. That's, that's weird, but I get it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess they didn't have a category for Best Group of Children, so. Right. <laughs> They're like, let's just put them here.
2: The best little lads.
0: <laughs> Do we have any more thoughts about Act 1 or the intermission facts? No. So, Act Two, are we ready to escape the Nazis in Act
1: two? <laughs> I mean, always.
2: Always ready to escape the Nazis. Are we ready to hile Act Two?
0: No. <laughs> no hiling on this podcast.
2: Stop it. You're going to start a Heil.
0: <laughs> no, I have to keep that in there because so that's funny. <laughs> Dang it. I'm sorry. oh amber do you got one no
1: (laughs) i mean i've got like let's sing and act two but that's low-hanging fruit We that
0: one so many times Mm -hmm. yeah
1: let's join the nunnery (laughs)
0: nope nope not joining the nunnery but let's run away from our feelings into act two how about that yes with maria
1: all So Max teaches the children how to sing on stage and the captain tries to help, but they complain that he isn't doing it like Maria did. (laughs) You suck, dad. (laughs) And so he shares with them that he has proposed to Elsa. They try to cheer themselves up by singing the song My Favorite Things, but they are still downtrodden until they hear Maria coming to join them. Yay. Yay! but she learns of the wedding plans and decides to stay only until the captain can arrange for another governess.
2: Aww. wah wow, wow.
1: Max
0: and Elsa argue with the captain about the imminent Nazi takeover and tell him it is inevitable in the song No Way to Stop It. He is still opposed to it and refuses to compromise. Elsa breaks off their engagement, so she can go suck an egg. <laughs> the captain and Maria finally admit their love in the song An Ordinary Couple. They marry and the nuns- Wow, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> they get married, and the nuns reprise Maria against the wedding processional. Yeah, super fast. Let's
2: go. We'll, we'll speed it up. The Nazis are coming. Let's go, go, go.
0: Yeah, we're speeding up even further. While the captain and Maria are on their honeymoon, Max keeps working with the kids to prepare for the festival. Herr Zeller arrives and demands to know why the family isn't flying the flag of Nazi Germany now that the takeover has happened, to which they have no answer.
1: Like, uh-oh, I misplaced our flag. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It fell into the fire. Ah. The captain and Maria arrive home early, but because of the whole Nazi thing, (laughs) they decide that the children should not sing at the festival, which is fair. Yeah. Max argues that they should sing for Austria, you know, like personally in their hearts. And uh, but the captain points out that it no longer exists. So like, what's the point? Yikes. Yep. Maria and Liesel discuss romantic love and they discuss Liesel's eventual marriage. Jeez. In the song 16 going on 17 reprise.
0: My goodness. Yes, this
1: is a 16-year-old girl.
0: Ugh. But it's
1: fine. Uh, and then Rolf <laughs> enters and passes along a telegram that the captain is being commanded to join the German Navy. Boo. It is also apparent that Rolf is now a committed Nazi, which bothers the family and especially Liesel.
0: I mean, I would hope so.
1: Yeah. Because he's like, uh, Nazi, I'm a Nazi. And they're like, fuck you.
0: (laughs) Can you not? (laughs) How about?
2: No. So yeah.
1: The captain consults Maria and the two decide that they must
0: flee. Escape. German Admiral von Schrieber comes to find out why the captain has not yet answered the telegram and tells him to report immediately to Bremerhaven. Maria says he cannot leave until they perform at the festival and the admiral agrees to wait. At the festival, the von Trapp sing Do Re Mi. Then Max brings the captain a guitar and he sings Edelweiss as a goodbye to his homeland. As an encore while the judges decide on the winners, the Von Trapps sing So Long, Farewell and leave the stage in small groups. Max stalls as long as he can until finally he announces the Von Trapps as winners, but they don't appear on stage and the Nazis start to search for them. Aww.
1: They literally sang goodbye and ran away. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Ah <laughs> oh, yes. So the family hides at the Abbey and learns that the borders have been closed. Rolf finds them and is about to tattle, but then he sees Liesel and changes his mind. Good. Aw. Romance in the last second. Sure. He covers for them and the Nazis search elsewhere. Von Trapps flee over the Alps as the nuns sing Climb Every Mountain Reprise. Wow. And that's the end of our show. Wow. We
0: end the show by escaping the Nazis. Woo! Nazis ruined everything. They do. But (laughs) in this case, they got away.
2: Yeah, so it's fine.
0: Those sneaky von traps when they're fast marriages. Uh So yeah, what do we think about the show now that we have the rest of the information?
1: It's definitely an, it's honestly an odd one. Like, it's weird to say that because I'm just so used to the show and it just is what it is. Yeah. But when you think about it as a musical, like, there's a nun, but then she gets married, but then they sing and Nazis? Like, it just doesn't seem yes. like it would
0: make sense. <laughs> it's definitely an odd mesh of things going on. But, yeah, like you said, like, we're kind of just used to it. So yeah. don't really think about it. Yeah, also about you also got to
2: remember, yeah. like, when this was made, it was kind of fresh off of mm-hmm. the war. So, like, it was very topical for probably starting audiences in order mm-hmm. for it, to get its, like, initial, you know, you know steam and, and power for behind the show. And then yep. it's just stuck around as being a classic.
0: Yeah, that's true. It did have like a lot of um, forward forward momentum when it first came out.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: which solidified its place, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely sh- a show that fits its time period. Yeah, because like a few things we were cringing at, like all the like sixteen year old and you know all that stuff. Like, okay, but it was commonplace for and like the quick marriages and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was like, yeah, we might die tomorrow, so let's just go ahead and get married.
1: Yeah, but that seems odder, you know. Now that we're in the the twenty twenties, as it were. So I don't know.
2: Sixteen year olds still do cringy stuff, and Nazis are still ruining everything. So
1: you know, that's fair, you're right? <laughs> We've regressed right. that
2: you're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of the fact that you're correct. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, but you know, like. You know what I mean? It's just a different world now, so it's interesting to look back at an older musical like this.
0: Right. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not as cringy as some of the ones that we've covered from, you know, the past. Yeah. Uh, This one still has at least a decent enough plot line that you're not like, ew, gross, why was this ever Mm -hmm. a thing, you know? But it is, it definitely shows the time that it was written, you know, which is fine. It's, yeah, it's a classic for a reason, and yeah. It will probably remain a classic for forever. That's kind of how that works. But it's a good show. And
1: yeah. Yeah. If you're familiar with this one, I guess we didn't specify. But I mean, this is not a show where you get all the details through the songs. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely not. You just don't. <laughs> Should have said that. They are good songs, but you do not get the whole story. And in fact, I one of the things I realized about doing the stage show versus the movie, because I'm familiar with the songs from the movie, but in the musical, like, there's honestly several just resingings of the same song, like it's not even that it's a reprise, it's just they sing the exact song,
0: yeah, yeah, it's just the same song again,
1: yeah, it's really the same like five songs over and over again, like <laughs> because it's the the family singer, so like they're it's not just a musical where like songs are happening, but it's also a musical where like the performers on stage are performing on stage, like it's yeah, complex in that sense
0: right so it's it's not it's not a huge surprise but yeah there's <laughs> not actually that many songs
1: <laughs> yeah and like the both acts end with climb every mountain which i think is nice yeah but yeah it's 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 a good one definitely go see it it's
0: you know again because it's a classic it will probably will pop up more often in you know your theaters yeah like i think the muni does it every handful of years you know so go check it out and the movie is readily available obviously so go watch that you could watch the Carrie Underwood version but ah
1: (laughs) watch Julie Andrews instead obviously
0: yeah Julie Andrews is you know she is Maria like that's just (laughs) yeah in my head that's all she is
1: doesn't sound like too
2: crazy of a show like set wise or anything so yeah maybe like it seems it's a classic and, and local ones can do it without too much yeah. craziness
0: also a little f- fun fact for those that don't know this show was um being played in the movie the pacifier yes and uh i just think that's hilarious hmm. yeah. yeah one of the kids is sneaking off and they think he's actually a nazi but no he just plays a nazi in. And- Inside wow. of music. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and then they all yeah, like he plays Ralph. They all end up getting involved in the show, and it's real cute. Yeah,
0: it's it's adorable. But yeah, that's what I think about when I think about sound <laughs> music now. It's just the pacifier. That's
1: good. <laughs> it's a good movie.
0: <laughs> it was a good movie. So yeah, so go watch this one and let us know what you think. You know, what version have you listened to, and have you seen it in in the thousands of productions that have ever existed? Right. Yeah, let us know. But. Do to have any more thoughts about this one? Not really on my end. Really? No. Don't know why we're British now. But don't it's like fine. them Nazis.
1: I don't like these <laughs> accents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so that's gonna wrap up this episode for us.
2: Be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you are listening to podcasts. This makes sure that you get our episodes to you as soon as they're posted. And it's just really cool if you did. And also, if you're on Apple, leave us a five-star review because we're great and we deserve it. (laughs) We deserve
0: it. (laughs) That is the best endorsement for uh, (laughs) a review I've ever
2: heard. Hey, sometimes you just gotta, you know, put your foot down and be like, you know what, guys? We're great. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I say we're great every episode, so
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's,
2: not, that's totally
0: fair. But of course, because we are so great, it would be really awesome if you would tell your friends and your family and your coworkers. don't tell the Nazis. I don't care about them, yeah. but you can tell any nuns, I guess. <laughs> nuns might like us. Sure. I don't know. Sure. But yeah, it's just, this is this the best way to help us get organically, organically grown through, you know, word of mouth? So we really appreciate any and all help that you give us.
1: Yeah. And if you want to chat with us about this show or other shows because we like them all, we do. Feel free to reach out to us. You can do that through our email, which is savemeanalseat at gmail.com. Or you can find us all over the interwebs because we're there. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at saveanalseat. And you can find us on YouTube under the Ragtag Network. Why didn't we
0: say, say we could climb a mountain into Act Two? Dang it. It was right there. How dare you? <laughs> well, we're climbing this mountain into the end of the episode. Okay. <laughs> so if you want more of us and the awesome stuff that we get up to, you can go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. It's where you're going to find things that we are part of, things that we are doing and things that we're going to produce in the future. And also you can check out our merch over there. Just go to our website and there is a merch option for you there. It's Christmas time. So get shopping early. Yep. So thanks so much for listening to this episode of Save Me Analysis. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Peter Chip.
0: <laughs> Crunch. <laughs>